How's it going, Evan? Going good. Yeah, Back good. again. Yeah, here we are. Here we are with a regular recording episode. Of yeah, that. and I was just uh, listening to the uh, other episode when we posted it, and we started talking about how we're on a two-week schedule. Mm. I think that's accurate. We're still on a two-week schedule. We're still, <laughs> we're still trying to break that two-week barrier, guys. Uh, we do apologize for the fact that we were on weekly, and then COVID kind of made a slip. And we can't really use that as an excuse on the East Coast anymore. No, no, that's the problem. No. Is like we're in. Uh, I I think I mentioned this the last one. We're in like the utopia. Yeah. We can mostly do whatever we want. So like, why the hell can't we record every <laughs> week? Um, why can't we just get together and do it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But this one should start the weekly recording because we just dropped one today. Uh, so yes. this being Sunday, we dropped our uh, our vampires versus gods, and now we're rolling into to talk about some some other shit. So we are EH wrecked. Yeah, yeah. Point and out. this is episode 57. 57. And we're a podcast about finite commander and no lab mans. That's just tacked on there as like legalese. At the it's, end. yeah, it's the, it's the rider. It's the rider <laughs> at the end. Yeah. You just you tag um, it on. Uh, yeah, we just talk about uh, commander, but we don't, we rag on infinite combos and try not to talk about them. Uh, and uh, this is a regular episode instead of our showdown was last week. Yeah. Do we have one lined up? We were promising the last two we did for we quite a long time. We don't have anyone lined up for the next side of the Shows. equation. So uh, uh, okay. I'm going to I'm gonna run through some people and see if we can get some So that'll out. happen eventually. But, yes. Yeah. Um, the Commander Legends is coming out, so if that'll probably fuel us for a while for episode content. I mean, we're going to talk about We're going to break our normal golden rule of not talking about a set till it drops, and we're going to talk about well, it today, we also some of it. Well, we also haven't really reviewed the last two sets. I've posted a review. I am not doing it for this one <laughs> because when i did zendikar and there were like 20 generals i was like oh my god this is gonna take forever there's like 70 71 <laughs> like no yeah, i'm yeah. sorry we should Al- we also should post a review for the prismatic piper though sure that should just be it yeah that's just the only one. super good lets you build any deck you want most versatile commander ever printed i don't want to say that there's ever been a monocolored commander in every color but now there's a monocolored commander yeah. in every color so good. Look, that's powerful. Um, <laughs> so we uh, we we did we did want to talk about one of the things that we're shooting off today. I guess we'll start with the budget. Yeah, the budget. Uh, yeah. we're gonna talk. With this episode is uh, gonna we're gonna talk about some budget magic because we played a little tournament we yeah. put on by ourselves uh, last week, uh, and then we were we're we're gonna have to talk about Commander Legends. We're just trying to leave that so we don't we don't yell about it for an hour. Yeah, I don't want to get and angry. And discover that we didn't talk about anything else. To the which end. might have yeah. happened with the yeah. Walking Dead episode <laughs> two ago. <laughs> Where I was like, this will take like 20 minutes. Yeah. It was like yeah. 50 minutes later. We're like, I was later. also going to talk about this other thing. <laughs> so we uh, we built, a, what we did was we took a, a, I pitched it out there to our play group. Our play yep. group sort of picked up on it. And what it was was it was a fifty dollar U.S. budget for those of you who just tuned in. We're Canadian, so we're Canadian, but our Canadian sites are having um, real difficulties somehow. They're, they're having difficulties like getting cards because I guess they're probably printed in the U.S. So the prices are all kind of wonky and they're not really correct. Yeah, and it depends on which site you look at. So there's our guide for where we usually looked at them and said, yeah, this is the good price point is off. Like everything's By more quite expensive. A bit. Yeah. Um. So we'd look to we use TCG Player. Yep. I don't know why you just offered that one. It was the one that uh, <laughs> it seemed to have the best prices, uh, and yeah. it gave us a high enough. We used the median price for any card. We used non-foil, even if you had the foil, because the point was just to make the card. It was just like if you were building it, you yeah. could build it for this. So it was 50 bucks, excluding yep. 
uh, basic basics. lands counted as zero. Zero dollars. Because you, you did can count get them for zero. Our yeah. local store will literally, if you ask for them, will just give, them give you them as yeah. long as they're not like special promo ones. <laughs> so we did four rounds because we were going to do three, but then there was a tie. So we did four, a fourth round. Yes, and I had joked that if we did three, we could end up with a tie, and then we did. And we did. So we did four rounds where you just essentially counted up how much you won. We randomized the, the tables every time instead of doing any type of Yeah, we did our normal. Robin. We just sort of tracked. We usually do points. We just were too lazy, so we just basically just tracked Track who wins. won yeah. and just assumed that whoever won the most, but uh, there was there like three people with two wins or something like that. There was there was three of us with two wins, three of them with two wins at the end, and three of us with say, one. Not of us, because you and I did not. Me and you, <laughs> you got zero till the final game. I won the joke game that we played yes, while there the was end. a tiebreaker. So it was myself and uh, you we, and... And we won't we won't list everyone's names. Everyone They've probably all been on the podcast, but uh, yeah, they have actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, so the winning maybe. the winning yeah no they the last week would have put uh, put Harry on it. So yeah. um, the winning group it was five bucks each. We checked in, but yeah. it was cool to build with that restriction because we were able to sort of look back on. I feel like how I started with Magic, where you kind of yeah, yeah. you kind of picked a card and you were like, this is good enough. Yeah. You know, like when I built a deck the first time back in the 60-card day, and, you know, I looked at a Mog Maniac and thought to myself, well, what a great card. Right, yeah. Not yeah. because I didn't, I thought it was too cheap. I just thought it was good because, you know. But now you're looking at it saying, is this worth the value for 50 bucks? That was, <laughs> oh, sorry. I can okay. try to cough into the mic you got here. COVID? <laughs> I, I, I ate some chilies <laughs> at, uh, for supper, and uh, uh-huh. they keep making yeah. me cough. Yeah, sure thing. Yeah. As I'm like, this just is for the record, Evan is probably six feet away from me, but he might be within six feet of my wife. So I don't know. It's close. If we're safe, because uh, he did I, just I, cough twice. I sort of leaned towards her to cough. You did lean over to her side. <laughs> I appreciate that. Thank just you. To protect you. <laughs> so we um, we we yeah, did it. It was kind of fun. So what did you play? I, you I was hold on. I was going to ask oh. you what was the most expensive. Like what was your breaking point for value? Like. If you looked at a card and you were like, no, that's too expensive, so what was that value So for mine was, much like I feel your deck was, mine was focused on a certain aspect. Yes. So once I built that aspect, I found out I had about 17 or $18 left. Okay. So I built it kind of differently. But the most expensive card that was built into my sort of, which I'll go into, sort of the, the, the thing yeah, I was going was for. Yeah, a wild ride. Uh, was, <laughs> I think, $4. Okay. And then after that, I added the boots. And the boots. Yeah. So I bu- put Greaves and Boots in it, and that that came up to like 10, I think. Yeah, I think I had, I think it's Slate of Ancestry. Like, yeah. discard your hand, draw for each creature. I think it was about five, and I had a Skull Clamp that was like four, and a Shared Animosity that was like three. Uh, yeah, one of the other I rules is that we went like to... Chaos Warp got reprinted recently, and it was yeah. like two dollars. So, so we also allowed you to use the cheapest version, cheapest black-bordered yes. version. Yes, which sometimes required you to save four cents. By you would save, yeah. But in the case <laughs> of, like, for example, like Solemn, you could save a lot because of the Mystery Booster reprint. You could save, like, yeah, a yeah. buck, right? Yeah. Mystery Boosters kind of saved our, dra- our, our it format. It did. Oh, yeah. Uh, if without the Mystery Booster coming out, my deck would have probably been about 65. Yeah. But there was a bunch. I just would have had to pick more budget cards is yeah. what I would have had to do. But, I mean, I got um, Burnished Heart in there. I got Solemn. I got the Boots. I got the It was what we were able to put in. Yeah. Um, I said like Chaos Warp wasn't initially in mine, and then I was like, well, I got like 
four bucks. Maybe I can fit it in. Yeah. I looked it yeah. up and it was like, oh, it's really cheap. Rolling Earthquake got printed in. Uh, Isn't that like a buck fifty? Like, yes. Yeah, like <laughs> it used to be like ten. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it was weird when I was looking up the prices because one of the cards. Well, it'll give away what I was doing, but I boom bust was like a nine or ten dollar card. Then it tanked when it stopped being used. It's like three, four dollars now. So I was like, well. Why wouldn't I put that in there? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, about five bucks, I felt, was my breaking point. Yeah. Did you put a soul ring in? Yep. Yes. I think you were the only one. There's two of us. Okay. I didn't because I just assumed with my luck I would never hit it. Yeah. Um, which, by the way, I never hit Slate of Ancestry despite being my most expensive so card. I never drew I put it. I put the boots and I put the greaves and I put the soul ring in the deck because I also put, like, I put those staples in. Well, you were playing a seven drop. But I also <laughs> did it because uh, I was able to run, like, all the red draw. So I was in Rakdos and I was able to run... Thrill of possibility. Everyone hopefully is trying uh, to figure out what seven drop Rakdos. Yeah, yeah. Hope they're scrambling. They think it's Karvik. <laughs> but uh, so I was he's eight, I think. I think he's five in black red. Oh, no, you might be right. Yeah, it so wasn't because he's like a twenty dollar. He's twenty, yeah. <laughs> but I was uh, I ran like thrill of possibility. Yeah, know, all the all draw, cheap. the draw ones because they're all been reprinted. They're all dirt cheap. Yeah. So I was, I was like, I can draw like ten cards in this deck from five different cards. So I feel like okay putting Sol, Sol Ring in there. I only hit it once, and then you shenaniganed it. Yes, I kept hitting shenanigans, which like was great. turn two, which was which was fine. I was like, this I deserve it. It's <laughs> yeah, good. I think you turned one dead. I and turned then on one. My dead. turn two, I blew, you it, blew up. it up. Yeah, it was and you hadn't funny. used it yet. No, I hadn't even used it for mana. <laughs> I had just played it. No, I think you played it, and then you when no, it no. came around, you had turned. Oh, did I me. just get it right away? And then you oh, just blew sweet. it up. Even better, <laughs> the perfect play. So uh, anyway, I couldn't run Vandal Blast. It was too much. It was it was a really fun tournament, especially if you're. I would recommend it to any play group over six. If you can find the ability to build that many tables, we only had six, which is good because the basement wasn't big enough to hold more than two groups. Right. Um, but we just played at one large table and sort of split the table in half. It was super fun. Uh, it yeah, was yeah. it was really entertaining. We one thing we <laughs> we had said was should we put a time limit on? And all the games were super fast. Oh, they part were. of it was it was three player. Yeah, but the other part um, is that you didn't have any interactions that were that went on past like one response. We. Yeah, there was we, never a we chain. Had, we had one game, which we'll discuss which decks they were. Yeah, uh, where um, we were all top decking, and I felt the game might just go on forever. Yeah, um, but I think you broke through. I eventually. did. Yeah, but like I had nothing. It was because everyone was just playing. We played so oh, much removal actually that we just ruined each other, and then we got top decking. I remember exactly why I won that game, and we will talk about that yeah. because that was one of my best ads ever put in deck. I don't remember um, what it was, but uh, it was Phage. Right, that's what got through. <laughs> I was like, there was something that because I was something like, foolish. I'm at 20 health, and Bride's at 25, and our buddies at like 25, and we're all top decking, <laughs> yeah. and there's nothing to swing into because we literally have nothing on the board because <laughs> we've stripped everything yeah. we possibly could. So. Uh, Evan, why don't you give him a rundown of what you built? Sure. I built uh, Pashalic Mons because I had tried to build it when uh, Modern Horizons came out, and it just never really worked, and I wanted to know if I could make it budget work, and the answer was not really. Um, the one time I won was because I stormed out because I hit Battle Him and Underworld Breach, Yes. which once it got banned is like $3. Um when I had like 15 creatures out. That was uh, a disappointment to me. I bought a foil underworld breach and then <laughs> <laughs> it just, I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, because it's in red. So like, yeah. who cares? Um, I expect that card to creep up. I do too. I expect it's weird that it's so powerful. 
I w- didn't expect it to be so cheap. But uh, and that's what I've so that's what I've discovered is Pashalik Mons only really works if you're trying to storm out. Because um, what would happen is I would make uh, I guess for anyone who doesn't know it's the one that whenever something you have dies a goblin you have dies you get to ping a target yeah uh, and it you also can pay sacks three goblins to create to sack goblins. a goblin to make two yeah so what would happen every game is I'd make <laughs> some goblins and then I would just start like people would swing and I'd just sack after blocking and ping everyone and everyone would get annoyed because I could constantly <laughs> do like a little bit of damage yeah. <laughs> but it wasn't enough to get to 40 <laughs> and eventually someone would just like blow up my board and I have yeah. to restart. I only once had to sack Pashlik Mons to himself to make two goblins. I remember um, you doing that was in our game. So, so it would start well but there was just no finisher is what I discovered and I think it's a fault of the card and the color that unless you storm out uh, the funny thing was, hard. I assumed. I enjoyed it though. I assumed that you would win. So when we all revealed our decks, yeah, I did not put it on the Dimir deck, although I should have, knowing the player, right. uh, to win because I thought to my in my head like, there's no way that a fifty dollar red deck loses to a deck that probably should have one fifty dollar card in it. Like Dimir <laughs> should have been running the most expensive deck. True. And I was like, goblins can certainly win at fifty. My goblin deck's like two hundred and it wins all the time. So I was like, oh, i got to watch out for Evan. And yeah. Plus, I realized my general didn't interact that well with your deck. No. Turns out, busting up all your lands worked. But Yes, uh, which I, was your theme. Yes, I was on <laughs> Rakdos Land Destruction with uh, Sabo Tavok as my general. It was a 7-drop, seven 7-4 seven, first strike protection from legend. And for 2 black and tap it, destroy target legendary creature. Yes, you just wanted to nuke everyone's... So my original uh, plan, and this is where I went wrong. My original plan, and I built up a list, and it was all land destruction, top to bottom. Yeah. With like those cards like Wrecking Ball that could blow up either creature. I figured yeah, I had yeah, a little yeah. bit of creature removal, and then a lot of land destruction. And what happened was I didn't make it down to the local store to get the last like 10 or 12 cards I needed for you know $4. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think I paid 3 <laughs> Yeah, and so... The day of the tournament, I was like, well, what do I do? So I split it between removal and and uh, land destruction. But at that point, I probably should have dropped most of the land destruction and just ran removal. Like, if right. I didn't have a full suite of... Because uh, having it split meant that I didn't ever have the ability to do any... I had dead cards. Right. If someone yeah. was running a board like yours and you had goblins out, I couldn't handle multiple of them. I had yeah. to hope the other guy could. I could waste your lands... Or maybe yes. kill one or two creatures, but what I should have done is ran like the pyroclasms and the yeah. The wipes. And my, my problem was I didn't run the boots. Yeah. So uh, you couldn't protect your goblin. Someone was playing uh, um, uh, Reaper King. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, so the game that stalled out was Reaper King versus Land Destruction Sabak <laughs> versus Goblins. <laughs> so like Mons couldn't stay on the board yeah. between uh, the threat of. Uh, Any time a uh, scarecrow comes up, he dies, or Sabak just tapping destroy. Um, and because then, I had protection from the Reaper just, King. Yeah, and that just left me with like goblins that you know, like one one versus a seven four first strike is pretty. But low. that was also the game that you had shenanigans. Yes. So you kept shenaniganing his scarecrow king away. I was literally just like, <laughs> uh, instead of drawing, I'll just get shenanigans back, and blow that up. It was hilarious because it was like he four was pissed time, off four turns in a row. You were you were stalled. <laughs> yeah. Which only meant that I could draw into any effect at all because every turn that Reaper King guy had to get his Reaper King back yeah, out. I think you just drew lands for like a it long It was like four time. straight deck <laughs> lands, but I had the um I think it was tectonic shift or whatever. Anyway, it's a destroy target land, 
No other creatures can no creatures can block this turn. Yes, that's what got through. So I dropped Phage, <laughs> yeah. who uh, who I then slapped. I believe I put Swiftfoot Boots on it because I protected it from the Reaper King somehow. Yeah. And then I swung it at him after I blew up his land and made him. Unblo- I blew up your land, made it so no creature could block, and just phaged one guy out of the game. Yeah. And then you stalled out, and you couldn't even play Pashulik Mon again. I think. No, no, no. I think I was. I ripped your lands apart. Literally and I was just, just like eh. waiting for death. Um, but uh, but it was surprising. So the other ones that played was uh, oh, what's the green one? Uh, Silvos. Silvos, which is th- just straight Voltron. Eight, five, trample, Silvos, regenerate. Weirdly enough, the best part about Silvos for me is I always found it a good challenge because even though it had the one green regenerate, yeah, she always had to leave the land up. Yes. Because I had Sabo Tavok and there was no way for <laughs> yeah. her to kill it. Yeah, yeah. I had pro her general. I first striked her her general to death. Yeah. Uh, before it dealt its no trample. No one expected your general. Was no, no, no. That was the thing, is that <laughs> that was the wild card. And even when I had messaged uh, Harry about bringing me a few cards that he had, he didn't know until I said, oh, I don't have my general either. And this was like, like 5 o'clock. Her tournament started at 6. <laughs> and I was, like, I was like, man, I, I actually didn't get to pick up my general. He's like, well, which one do you need? He started listing Rakdos generals. I was like, none of those, man. I need Sabo Tavok. He's thought- like, and he was like, Oh, that is a good call. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were playing Rakdos, Lord of Riots, because yeah. you had said, I think I told you I'm playing Mono Red, and then you had said, I'm playing Rakdos, I have a Phage and a Sire of Insanity. And I went, wow, he's clearly playing Rakdos, Lord of Riots, because what other Insanity would play big <laughs> cards like that? Uh, Turns did out not cross my mind. Sabo Tavok. So yeah, then we had... Uh, we had Lazav. We have Lazav, the, old the original one, one yeah. which has Hexproof. Yeah. Um, and then we had the Rukthar. Rukthar, right. Part of my problem was I had to play against Rukthar <laughs> so many times. And I'd have like five instances of sorceries in my hand. And none of them. I never. I had like five board wipes. I never hit one. And I just couldn't play through a Rukthar so many times. The weird, the, because we did the random pairings, the weird thing was is I never landed against his deck. I played everyone else. Oh, okay. But I never matched Rukthar, and the whole time I was worried because I was running so many sorceries. Yeah, well, that was my problem was wh- the first game, he's like, well, you'll be fine. You're playing goblins. I was like, that's not how <laughs> goblins work. <laughs> At like, 50 bucks. <laughs> I just have, like, goblin rally make four goblins. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my all-star was goblin, I think, scouts. The one that made oh, three that goblins, killed me. Yeah. <laughs> three goblins with mountain, uh, walk. mountain walk, and yeah. then I had Torbrand out, and that's when you had to start <laughs> coming at me because it was like nine unblockable damage. I was actually turn. like, there was a there was a point where I was like, it wasn't Torbrand, it was you oh. had the Circle of Flame and the ride, Raid it was, Bombardment, uh, Raid Bombardment, and Cavalcade. Yeah, that was it. And so and every time every time swung. you attacked, you dealt nine damage automatically to yeah, both yeah. me and the Reaper King. Yeah, because he had a mountain too, so you were just pushing nine damage on us and I was like I have to kill I can't believe I have to waste removal on one one tokens to yeah, stop yeah. this yeah that was a good and then I fizzled once that went away yeah but uh, yeah um, my my lesson from it all is that uh, 50 bucks goes a lot further than you think yeah, yeah we have more to talk about this because we start pricing up our own decks and I'm a little horrified yeah I was a little taken aback but uh yeah I was uh, the big takes for me if you're gonna build a budget deck I mean I would recommend anyone who's played commander for enough time like for a year or two yeah try it like give it's yourself a, your own limit it's a good deck building exercise some commanders are super like you can't really build like 
Omnath. I would say anything like, over five dollars. Any, any landfall, yeah. you can't really play. No, because you can't play fetches. So, no. and any general really over five dollars because we included yes. the general's cost. Yeah. Uh, which was a point of contention with a couple of the players. But then we just felt um, like someone would just go. Would play like Sliver Queen. My thought was someone's just going to drop Sliver Queen and just run the good slivers and then just kill us with Sure, other and that would be 50 bucks if you don't. Yeah. We figured you had yeah. to count it because. Yeah. So what's the point of not counting the most important, important card, card in your deck? Yeah. So <laughs> we, uh, but I would recommend anyone to give yourself your own limit and see if you can build it. Like even if it's $100, if you don't feel comfortable with 50, yeah. 50 was pretty limiting. I can say it was. that. Like, I think we were debating lower. We were thinking 50 Canadian at one point. We were, and that I'm glad we didn't. That would have been tough. But, uh, but like, I would say if you want to build a budget deck, give yourself $100 on any website and do like we did. Don't count foil uh, yeah, yeah. and don't count basics and then just build your deck. Yeah, uh, I had to break my usual. I think I ran 39, 38 lands. Yeah, because it helped free up stuff, and because mana rocks are expensive. I ran. I actually got six mana rocks because land I got destruction. Five. Was, land destruction <laughs> was like ten cents a card. So True. like thirty yeah, yeah. of my cards were garbage. Ten right. cents. But like every mana rock, like the cheapest one is fifty cents. Yeah, like Sissy's ring, which is ring like on is like forty fifty cents for like a card that never gets played. Like Sissy's ring is never played. Yeah. Um, but I you can't run like played it though. Mindstone, Soul Rings, four bucks. We couldn't. That I got disappointed when I discovered you couldn't play uh, Wayfarer's Bobble. Oh my God! It was or like Expedition was, Map. Like they're both they're were more through expensive the roof. than Solemn. Yeah, because I haven't been printed recently. Yeah. I was blown away because I went to go put uh, an Expedition Map and a Wayfarer's Bobble in there, and I was like, "How are what? I'm not paying yeah. eight dollars for these two cards." <laughs> It's it, there's a reason for that though. So I had like a manalith. There's a very popular YouTube series. Yeah. So this is uh, the budget. Uh, mm. My my joke is that uh, budget commander is like Fight Club. Yeah. You can't talk about budget commander because then so it will not be budget if you, commander. If we sat here and said, "Here's everything we played," and it was, you'll you'll see we're saying vaguely like Brian's like land destruction's ten cents. There's if you talk about what specific cards, you're like these were really good. Um, they'll go up in price. The yeah. only ones we've mentioned so far well, are just because the prices I mean, have dropped artificially due to reprints. If you're popular. <laughs> That's the other <laughs> side. But I always feel like it's such a lost cause. Like I don't want to yeah. spend all day talking about Budget Commander because the moment I talk about it, I'm not talking about Budget Commander no, anymore. No. It's it's a weird thing, but like the, the big plays for, for me were uh, the, the biggest lesson that I learned for building a budget was – that I, I fucked up so badly in splitting it between two different ways. Two you have to yeah, choose yeah. a course yeah. and sort of push that course like a drug dealer. Like, you know, I should have just said, if I didn't have enough land destruction, it's just Rakdos removal and, like, put in lightning bolt, put in pyrocle, put in everything. So much of the removal is so cheap. Yeah, like, and that's the thing. You did can you run. play Fumor Fumoral? I did play Fumoral, yeah. <laughs> Fumoral, yeah, yeah. That's pretty I good. also played Aftershock, which is, like, one of the worst cards in the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, Four drop sorcery. Fissure. Destroyed to... Oh, Fissure's good, though. <laughs> you can't regenerate Fissure. <laughs> but, uh, you... Four drop sorcery, destroy target artifact, land, or creature, take three damage. Yeah, that's I thought it was Aftershock. Pay three life, but, oh, that's the other one. Fumoral's... Fumoral's pay three because it's black, so yeah. it's pay three life. Destroy but, uh, a creature and a land, which is not terrible for five. No, no, no. It's pretty good. That, well, that's what I mean that is we were able to play that. So it was – and it was strange, like, just to be like, do I need this card? Like, what are the odds of hitting it? Um, 
I also like kudos to the five color deck that right. never once got land screwed. Well, For he everyone, ran all of the. So did you talk to him? No, he ran every signet. He had all ten signets. Yes, and he had um, his he deck had was, all the, He had all the. Um, not the clue stones, the the animate artifacts. Yeah, yeah, the keystones. The keystones. Yeah, uh, he had all those, so I kept yeah. getting pinged by these stupid. So that was his things. whole deck was all of the cheapest scarecrows, yeah. all of those garbage artifact ones, um, the Reaper King, and then just artifact rocks and lands. Yeah, and that was his whole deck. There were like gates, and I think maybe the thriving lands. Um, no, he ran the triple like arcane sanctum stuff. Oh like that. yeah, the yeah. ones from Commander. But. Uh, um, but for everyone who's like, oh, you, because I always have these fights with people where they're like, yo, how do you play four or five colors without fetch lands? It's like, it's actually not impossible. Especially on a, you can't oddly enough, it. it's strangely on the budget. Budget is better because you're not worried about the fact that you're getting outramped or yeah. gunned. Like, if everyone's on the same budget, you don't have to concern yourself with it because if Mono no. Green dropped all that money on, on the ramp, which they did in ours, yes. you know their deck isn't filled with the most powerful green spells. No. So you're not, fine. Yeah, exactly. You're not getting berserked to death. No. You know, like <laughs> not at all. You're not you're not getting hit by like a, a crater rank hoof or isn't like, coming out. Yeah, crater or... hoof's not hitting play or, or not crater hoof, that's your whole deck. But like Pathbreaker Ibex isn't yeah. slamming down. You know, you're gonna get at best like a trample card. At best, you can run like overwhelming stampede. Probably. Yeah, like maybe there's the there's the thunderhoof Bayloth hits play. Yeah. Now your commander's a bit bigger, but like all the money in green, obviously, like from what I saw, went towards mostly ramp. Well, that's like uh, how um, uh, did the mana rocks like just getting mm. mana out's expensive. Um, so strange enough, I think five color is, I didn't think this, uh, super viable in yeah. budget. I think it's, I think uh, it was great. And I didn't expect that. Cause I was, I looked at it and said, look, anything beyond two colors, like you're shooting yourself in the foot because it's too expensive man mana rocks Yeah, and ramp. So you have to rely on your land base, but it turns out there's a bunch of cheap things that don't really slow you down when the formats slowed down by price. Yeah, and that was the thing is that it's a it's a budget. Even if your budget is high, budget is actually a really good equalizer. Yeah. All right. If you say uh, we're playing commander, your budget's five hundred even for your meta. Sure. That's that's fine. You're gonna <laughs> get everything you want in there. Yes. You know, we'll we'll go on to the next topic about <laughs> the opposite of what we're talking about. But like, if if I could give you one recommendation, it's set a budget and build it, and actually build it. Yeah, yeah. You know, put the deck together. Don't tell anyone unless you're going to do what we did. Just put together a budget deck and see if you can effectively build a budget. I'm deck. curious uh, if we played our decks normally, how well would they do? It, I again, I feel I'm I chopped sure mine too would... badly. Like I, I feel that I went two different ways and I shouldn't have. Yeah, but I think I think if you built fifty, you could, you wouldn't be as trounced as you might think. No. I think you might be able to pull it off. 50 might be low compared to the price of what we're about to talk about. But I think if you did 100, 150, yeah. I think you actually might like I said, be perfectly fine. <laughs> Zada, when I built Zada for the first time, Zada was under $200. Yeah. And Zada probably... And it's the one you don't play because it's too strong. I, it's, it's in pieces right now. I have a picture of it to make sure it goes back yeah. together, right? But like I can't do it because I can't bring myself to be that type of asshole. Yeah. Like I would rather have fun. And yeah. decks that combo like that just aren't fun. And that's not even like that's, the hardest combo you can and have. And that's that's what's been happening with me is every time I build a deck and it goes combo-y, it's like, ugh, I don't really want to play this because I'm just playing with myself instead of with the meta. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not fun. I, I always like the, uh, as this will come up with Commander Legends, I discovered the quote <laughs> on the um, 
the rules committee they had the quote that just said like you know what distinguishes commander from other formats is no one has to sit down and play against your deck in commander yeah so yeah. like your deck has to be designed so people want to play against you yeah and i think people forget that <laughs> yeah so so you know i think gavin said it gavin whoever on twitter he he made the same kind of comment where it was yeah. just like you don't have to ever play against someone that you don't want to in commander yeah. you just walk away yeah he because said, there's not like we're weird because we have a, like a tournament structure, but we also have a meta that mostly agrees to the same sort of house rules. We um, yeah, we we all kind of fall we into that range where we say it's a it's a rule zero effect that the storm enforces where you don't get to do certain things. Yes, but we have other ones like uh, you know uh, taking extra turns. We all shit on you even though people do it. Uh, Lab man, we all shit on you even though people do it. Yeah, you can't go infinite. There's other things that we rag on people for. We do. So like we, we but we're more open to land destruction than it seems like anyone on the internet is. Yeah, we're kind of okay with it, except <laughs> except mass. We're so, okay with it as long as it's winning you the game somehow. Our group, our group also has like I I find it it's a it's it's one of those weird groups. You know, we'll jump into our next topic right after this point. But like our group has a lot of experience, I should say. I feel like sure. we have a lot of like old school players. I think there's at least six of us in the in the wider play group who have been playing for 20 years. Yeah, where land destruction, like Armageddon, was was right. a thing. You just <laughs> did. Like if you sure. were in white, I used to play Stone Rain at a kitchen table when yeah. I was a kid. But you ran for them. Fair. Yeah, yeah, you just ran for them, and you waste your friends' lands, especially if they were down lands. You were like, ah, you're out of the game, buddy. <laughs> what are you gonna do? And then you laugh at them. But um. Nowadays, there's almost like as as like the rise of sort of it's almost like the politeness of our society is now pushing into magic. Oh, we're gonna get political now, yeah. are we? Socialism is just uh, taking over magic. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's on his rant again. Uh, here it is. Here's my soapbox. Let me dust it <laughs> off. No, uh, it it it. Uh, but people don't like. To lose the resources, which I think is more no, of an no. element they, of greed. They think it's so, feel bad, but then they don't realize how feel bad half their other plays yeah, are. Yeah, like it's it's a it's weird because like ramping is in in all intents and purposes is, is greed. Like yeah, when you yeah. ramp out extra lands, you're you're grabbing more resources than I have. Yeah, you know when you drop a Gaius Cradle or a Cabal Coffers. Who's Bezos in this analogy? <laughs> Wizards of the Coast, I'm assuming. Uh, but, uh, so uh, when you when you drop a Cabal Coffers and I ghost quarter it, you can't be angry at that play. No, God, no. If I stone rain it, you can't be angry at that Even play. Even if you had, like, two lands. Yeah. You're like, come on, I know where this is going. Yeah, like, if you drop a guy's cradle with no creatures on board and I blow it up, you can't be pissed no. at what just happened there. No, not at all. You're setting yourself up. Yeah. You know, and I know this, and you know if this. If you have five islands and one mountain for your is it deck, and you just got that mountain, and you've been desperate for it, and then you play one card with it, and then I blow up your mountain, you maybe could be pissed off at me. You could be pissed, but you can't be. You could be upset, of course, but uh, the same amount of upset you'd be if I blew up your soul ring or a creature. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done something yeah, to stop. Yeah, and you. that's always what I think is like. Look, well, okay. The other side of it is that um, magic is always about sort of big plays and big responses. Yes. Uh, but everyone likes the big plays, but they get annoyed with the big responses. The big response. They actually get and more annoyed with like weird with like the little the little over and over again responses. Like, because the problem with land destruction is that most people don't just run one stone rain. Yeah, you have seven of them in your deck or eight right. of them, right? Because land destruction isn't actually good. It's not, <laughs> and that's the weird thing is that apart from mass land destruction to win the game, yeah, land destruction 
isn't a viable option in Commander. Maybe no. maybe you could argue they Nimit can... the Devastator if the rest of the deck isn't land destruction sure. because he's just a very valuable Devastator when yeah. he gets out. Like, but I think it's because everyone thinks it's going to be like <coughs> stacks, and the problem with stacks is it's not fun to play against because no one's playing. Yeah, and land destruction can get to that point. Uh, but there's actually lots of ways where you can do land destruction as sort of like a win con that's no different than dropping Craterhoof well, the one key or trying for the hordes yes. and being like, I'm going to try to win. Is you're like, uh, <coughs> you know, the big I point blow about up all the lands and then I swing at you because now you can't play any responses. And the big <laughs> point about land destruction, though, is that it's in Mardu, essentially. Yeah. So those aren't stacksy colors apart from white. Sure. And you're not running stacks, single yeah. target removal in white because they don't really have any. No. So if you're in red and black, if you're in Rakdos like me, and I'm blowing up your lands, I'm sure as hell not running stacks. <laughs> Fair. Like, you know, it, it's not a thing that's happening. So no. Um, I, I find it very weird when people do get upset, I guess, because our play group is pretty cool with, like, single target removal. Yeah. Uh, we you run need single target land removal. There's we, too many lands that will is. just roll, like, a Maze of Ith or a Glacial Chasm. And those four-drop ones. Possibly like, get rid of. Wrecking Ball. You know, yeah, yeah. Uh, things good. like that. Like, they're really good to just have sitting yeah, around your Rakdos um, deck. Acidic Slime. Acidic Slime. Just blow <laughs> Yeah. Uh, any of that stuff. Moonvuli Acid Moss, even, that just ramps yeah. you out when you do it. Like, that's just value. Yeah. And I have no problem with that. When someone yeah. drops an Acidic Slime, I don't go, ooh, if they blow up my Cabal Coffers, because <laughs> it should have happened. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, it's a weird third sort of thing when I do see people like that. And like I said, we are... Uh, and admittedly, our play group is very heavy on single target removal anyway, as a general rule. Yes, I feel like we keep talking about it, and it's going to be a theme here as people talk about Commander Legends and stuff. Yeah. The response to any card that you think is absolutely insane is run more removal. Removal. There's only one card That's that it. we'll cover That's here. That's the answer. That you probably won't have a chance of getting rid of if they Possibly. play it right. Um, well, if they play it right. If they it play it right. Or if, because by the time they play, play it late, them, it doesn't matter. I like that we just tease all this stuff. Uh, let's talk about the budgets of ours, horrifyingly. So Evan we'll asked me to budget up the my most expensive deck. Pick the deck because I didn't want us to like literally. I only did one. You did like three. I did though. two. Um, I did three, but uh, I didn't want to spend all day pricing out decks. I knew so one I said, was too pick low. Pick your deck that you think is the most expensive. Let's price it out to compare it to our fifty-dollar USD. We did the exact same rules. TCG player listed medium, but uh, we picked the actual version of the card we and had. And the foil price. And if it was the foil, it's the foil. Uh, I picked my, my lands deck. I would say Kings. Uh, it's uh, like... Oh, man, Kianos I and Tiro or something like that? Let me see. I'll, uh, it's the four-color one without black. Yeah, it's... Um, Kianos. I think it's Cayenne. I, like, I wrote it down. It's Kianos and Tiro of Miletus. Yes. Um, who's a $9.50 American already. Um, so... Uh, uh, anyway, it came out to let's find my total here eight hundred and forty-seven and sixty-four cents American, um, which is kind of horrifying. I did realize that I probably spent a quarter of that when I go through. Uh, would you like to? <laughs> would you like to guess what the most expensive card in the deck is? Because uh, it's a card that I certainly got for less than it's currently worth. It's on the reserve list. That's why. Uh... Jesus, Maze of Ith? Uh No, because it just got reprinted oh, in Double right, Masters. Yeah. It's like twelve bucks. You get one more. It's it's a land. <laughs> this deck also is fifty lands. Which yeah, I, I know. I'm trying to run through all your damn it. lands, trying to remember what you have. It, um, it's a greenish land. Is it Yavamai Halls? Yavamai Hollow, 
was $68 American. Jesus. I'd like to point out I got it for 30 about eight months ago, Canadian. Christ. Um, but it's on the reserve list, so I think it's just skyrocketed. That's like $100 <laughs> Canadian right now. That's amazing. Um, so that was it. I think like Aboro was the second one because it's seen another spike. It's uh, super big because of the new Omnath. Oh, and, fucking um, Omnath deck. Crucible oh of Worlds is back up to a crazy price. Um, and uh, Oracle of Modaya Exploration, Scape Shift. Um, uh, what's the other one that I saw here? Um, oh, my Royal Elemental. How I much a, are those? I have a foil one. They uh -huh. spiked. They spiked with um, Omnath. I'm pretty sure I got my foil for a dollar about <laughs> four years ago. They are twenty eight dollars American. Jesus. <laughs> so oh my God. I didn't spend this much, but I was kind of like, oh my god. But this is a deck that I'm not sure you could make cheap because anything lands matters. Is expensive. Always expensive. Like exploration is always going to be expensive. Crucible World is always going to be expensive. They're played. The problem is they're played in other formats. Yeah. Uh, and then specific lands like, you know, I have all the. Um, I actually don't have any shock lands in the deck. I don't have any fetches in the deck. Um, <laughs> but like the battle bond lands are all like ten bucks American. Yeah. Um, so they add up. Um, I have the man lands though. They saw a big tank after. Um, ultimate masters which is how i got them all uh <laughs> but you know like strip mine things like that i have the temples um they all add up there's like no cards in the deck that are super cheap um but uh yeah so i didn't check mine uh other ones but i'm fairly confident that's my most expensive deck um uh, and again i'm pretty sure if you played your deck your land destruction deck against it, I would struggle. <laughs> well, I like, kind of feel that it's also like... It helps, yeah, but yeah. if I can't overcome an $800 deficit, deficit yeah. something says it about my deck. So my <laughs> my top, he told me to do it, so I the first deck I checked didn't come out as high as I... Because the first deck I checked was Vito, my mono black deck. And I assumed it was expensive because it had Coffers, it had Demonic Tutor, it had Deserted Temple, yeah. and it had Zhao Dun, who has skyrocketed. But the rest of the deck was garbage, like price-wise. Like it was, you know, $2, $3 decks, uh, $3 cards, maybe 50 cent. You know, Disciple of Grizzlebrand, guess how much that is? Not expensive. No. So uh, once I priced up that one, I moved on to the actual winner, which was my Atraxa deck. And I believe I texted you the number was 1037 Uh um, I think. It was so, in that see if you can range. Check that. I'm just uh, go back through the I didn't text. check. Yeah. I have a deck that has a force of will in it. A thousand thirty-seven might push it, but there's so much that isn't worth anything. Yeah, so, so I didn't check that one, but it might be close. The big breaking point for my Traxa was the fact that all of the tutors went up. So I have the well, foil and light like tutor. Don't you have like a judge promo? Judge promo, vampiric tutor. Vampiric tutor. Yeah. I also have the promo, the judge foil, uh, enlightened tutor. Part uh, of it was you were. You were trying to foil out that deck. And then I got rid of all the foils, but you I accomplished slowly it, started refoiling. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> just by accident. Uh, I have a reflecting pool foil that I cracked. I have the Sylvan Library foil that I traded from you. That's true, because uh, I have a non-foil one I don't even play. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> these are cards, like, those cards together accounted for, like, 35 to 40% of the value. Like Yeah, and they're, they're all cards that if you're playing budget, you just wouldn't play. You wouldn't even look at them. You wouldn't sniff 
a but sylvan a tr- library. A Traxit without tutors, I think, would still be fine. Yes. So you could drop <laughs> probably three or four hundred dollars off this deck because without tutors, without sylvan library, you could still run a Traxit. Yeah, you just need the transmogrifying wand, now, which is a quarter. I've talked about and you this. You make everything oxes, and so you win the game. <laughs> I know that I talked about the fact the other night. At, Sorry, that was going to spike now. At yeah, true. <laughs> uh, the other day when we were out playing, me and Evan, I talked about I I pulled out a Traxa for the final game, and I talked about the fact that no one had to worry because my Traxa was garbage. I turned it into like a Ch- uh, charge counter. Charge tribal. counter because you you constantly rebuild it. We never know what yeah, form it's in. and and then it turned out I didn't. Yeah, you so texted I, me later and said, the deck isn't at all what I told you it was. No, because I just started cutting pieces here and there and putting the, and then it's back to being almost So you're like, deck. it has 20 charge counters. And then you're like, oh, this is a good card. Oh, it has, it has mostly charge. Oh, well, I got to cut this. Yeah. And you just ended up with like like four or something. Today <laughs> I had to force myself to replace a few of the old charge counter, like garbage cards back in it. I was like, no, no. The original purpose was to produce golems and charge <laughs> counters. So I had to force it back, but uh, it was weird. I was like, I was like, how did it get here? But anyway, that's a topic for another day. That's just because we're bored and keep changing my uh, my tracks a deck though. It's it's a it's a, almost unfair because I don't run a Traxa like you would read on like EDH rec or that's because you you've done it. it before and you're bored after four. Well, years. I also don't run planeswalkers. Yes. I run two. That's because, again, when we're talking about our meta, our meta doesn't really like Planeswalkers. And they never survive long enough. It's a lot of people who played before Planeswalkers and have never accepted them. Uh, And then new players play them and then realize that everyone just murders them because we all understand that they're, like, game winners every time. Yeah, there's no, apart from maybe Tybalt, there's no bad Planeswalker. (laughs) Uh, Every Planeswalker has a role, like... The uncommon Ashiok is probably the most all-star planeswalker well, ever printed. Like uh, you can't Narset tutor. That might be better. But oh, that's yeah. a brutal card too. But like, yeah, yeah. but they're all awful. Like they're they, all terrible they to, to die see. The moment they're out. So when I realized, like building this, when I rebuilt Atraxa for the seventh time, uh, I started putting planeswalkers in, and I immediately removed them because I was like. Why draw the hate? <laughs> yeah, you know. I play like the red ones that give me mana, but I know that they're only gonna they're gonna die. Red planeswalkers don't take heat. I feel because of the red stigma, like the fact that like no one gives a shit what red's doing till it's done it. No, no, that's what's great. And yeah. That was one reason I wanted to play budget. Like was, Chandra like, only takes heat after you've given everyone like two or three emblems to burn. Oh, the, the and they're plus like, wait, one? I'm getting yeah, lightning yeah. bolted every day. <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? Like. It's too late to change it's, this. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, yeah, you can kill me, but you're still gonna die. Yeah, we're good. But uh, um, so yeah, so and then I priced up Alayla, and she almost got there. At, uh, she was at nine seventy. Nine seventy. Yeah, yeah. USD. So, but that's mostly because she's foiled pretty good. Let's see, that's. But again, you've been collecting for so long that you've just accumulated cards. And I got rid of my duels. Yes. Oh, Atraxa, you had two duels in there. I until, did. Until like, so that dropped your price like, by half. That, that, if you remember, it's like four episodes ago where we kept joking, joking with, with Greg, Greg about it was because Brian was in the process of trading his duels and Greg was really mad <laughs> really at Really angry. And so we kept uh, cracking <laughs> jokes because Greg was just getting upset. <laughs> and that was for real. Like it wasn't like he yeah, wasn't yeah. playing it for the, for the, no, for no, the no. mic. Brian had uh, traded one of them like an hour before we recorded. And, and was, was in, in the, the process of trading the second. But the thing I look look, I'll I'll say this once and we're just gonna throw this out there and move on. Uh a duel in commander is almost useless to me. I'm not I playing C D H don't think it helps in uh, any way. A shock is just as good. Uh yeah, yeah. Losing two health has never killed anyone. If I need that mana, I'll <laughs> pay the two health and gladly do it. But yeah. 
I've I've never been at the point where I was like, if I would have had that two life yeah. 17 turns ago, maybe I'd be fine. CDH. That's what I mean. Because I don't play every CDH. Turn matters there, but I built the CDH deck. I feel I should talk about this though. Sure, because we I mean, shit on it enough. Uh, so you should price out what that would be if you actually own the whole I, deck. I did. It wasn't good. <laughs> I can't own it. No. Like, I mean, I could remortgage my house and own it, I suppose. What but the hell did you put into it? Well, it's just Okay, I guess, like, Mox Diamonds are, like, $800 now. Yeah, so it has to run. So the deck I priced <laughs> together. So we, we spend a lot of time here shitting on CDH. So but two buddies of ours have... No, three. Three buddies Greg. of ours have played. Greg plays it. We'll say that. I mean, sure, because we'll he can him. actually play it. He can actually play it. Uh, the rest can build half the deck and then... Yeah, well, they built most of them. I think one of them's, like, four cards off. The other one's, like, eight. Oh, okay. But, uh, but it's all the, the but straight it's probably $4,000. Yeah. So what I did was I looked at sort of commanders that I like to play. I didn't even care if they were CDH. Because in my mind, I'll just build some mid-range CDH. So you built... Uh, I built Feather. <laughs> right. So I built Feather. Uh, I looked up a list online, which I don't normally do. And the list literally said, this is a predatory mid-range deck where you let other people do the work for you and then sneak in, hopefully, for a kill. <laughs> so... It's Boros, so it's not really CDH. Yeah, but you'd think Boros. I think we've even said Boros can't get to CDH levels. No. The only way you win, essentially, is by infiniting. Uh, you cast um, the Heat Shimmer, and yep. then you cast Dual Caster Mage and make infinite Dual Caster Mages and kill people. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you win. <laughs> so uh, I... I b- began building it. I priced it all up. I did everything. It was like six, seven thousand um, dollars. And then I put it together with proxies, and I decided to play it. And then I immediately unsleeved it. <laughs> You're like, I'm done with CDH. And I'm like, right all along. There's absolutely no way I'm going to play this garbage. I looked at it. I shuffled it up. I drew a few hands. I hated it. <laughs> as soon as I goldfished it, I was like, this is. Ugh, I don't like this at all. Like, this is not good. The other side of it too is that I came to realize I actually don't know how to do it. So you don't know how to play CDH? Well, not with such limit. I'm sure I could play like Thrasios Timna CDH, but playing like Jokey CDH, I just realized every spell I cast would probably be countered immediately. The, yeah, that is. There's some pretty awesome things you can do with Feather, though. Is some some dumb shin- shit you can do is you can uh, you can use. So one of the things that you do in the deck. But can you do it in CDH? Yeah. Is so the, the whole dumb point. Shit Yes. When you're playing for fun. You can, because one of them will give you the protection. So one of the things that you do with uh, with with Feather, I guess, and CEDH is that you, you use Magnetic Theft and you Sunforger. And for three mana, you can go get, uh, you can Magnetic Theft Sunforger onto your general. Right. Which will put it back in your hand, because you've targeted yeah. your general. You activate it, and you go get Pyroblast, and you target Feather. Which okay. means that it goes back to your hand because it says destroy target permanent if it's blue, but you can still target feather. Oh, <laughs> so so you just go get it and set yourself up for when someone does the blue shenanigans, and you need to counter their spell with that awesome play. <laughs> uh, and the other side of it is that the guy in the primer said he's won a few games because people just don't believe you can ever actually do anything in a Boros deck. Right, because they have to go hard against the other two yeah. people. Because if you're in a Oreo. if you're in a table with Timna, you know Thrasios Timna Kess. And Najila, and then there's like a Boros deck with Feather <laughs> sure. just sitting there. They're like, you are not a threat. And then all of a sudden you're just like, infinite creature swing. Did I win? <laughs> like, Right, so you you get beginner's luck. And you do it once. Up to you, you do it once. And yeah. then you hope. The other play is that the guy said it's very difficult to 
because the whole time you have to just judge when you're not the top player because you never want to be out in front. This is what I argue in any time in Commander is yeah. that you don't want to be But some decks can handle it. Like a, a Simic deck sure, yeah, can yeah, mostly yeah. handle being out in front for most of the game. Stupid Simic. Simic, yeah. It's I like the reprint of Tatiova in the new set. <laughs> or no, like, what Thrasios? if Tatiova was... No, no, no. Uh, they made the new Simic Commander. Yes. Uh, yeah. is Does the pretty much the same Landfall thing. draw a card, but instead of gaining a life, you just get an extra land drop. It's like, you why you did do. you make yeah. a super powerful Simic Commander and just be like, it should just be better. It yeah. costs one more, I guess. You know buy. what, guys? Uh, <laughs> Chilean and... We've uh, learned our and, lessons. And uh, Tim... And, uh, uh, um, Thrasios Thra- and Tim now? No, no. Um, the one that you just mentioned. Oh, Tatiova. Tatiova. They they should just be together. Yeah. I think. We should just let you draw a card play another land. I like it. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Oh, awful. Mwah, French kiss. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so the last thing before I think before we wrap this up is I want to say, of, uh, where do you think EDH falls in the... Um, what's the, in the most expensive formats? Uh, EDH, the casual? Yes. Like if Second. you wanted to get into Magic... Oh. Where would you start because of expenses? You'd start with Pioneer. If you wanted to get into real magic. Is Pioneer cheaper than Standard? I think it is. Maybe. Apparently I don't know. Apparently nobody plays Standard Pioneer anymore. Now. No, but... No, I, mean, I feel like locally people do. 15 months ago, no one played Modern. Like, it, it just shifts well, depending on what right. goes on. Nobody plays anywhere right now. But, uh, <laughs> like... That's true. Modern was, like, dead. And then Modern Horizons, I thought, killed Modern, but... It almost maybe I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't actually know where all the sets come from. I also feel that that's I have a sign heard of like, about modern in about six months. I also feel that that's like a sign of the fact that commander and maybe even like vintage and legacy are like the the healthy formats because they have a stable player base. Yeah, like legacy and vintage may be small player bases, but I don't feel they change. No, because the format doesn't change. Into it. Yeah, whereas commander changes constantly, and I think that's the draw. True. And that's why it is the popular format, yeah, there's quote these, unquote. Well, it's the most decks. Yes. Like Legacy has like 20 decks you can basically And Vintage build. has like, what, eight? Um, <laughs> Modern probably has about 20 as well. Yeah. But they're varying quality. Commander has like 100 All, so decks here we you go. can build. Actually, and then perfect the story ones. for this is Rebecca and uh, my wife, for those of you who don't know, I've sure, talked about her enough. I'm pointing to her in the room. She's sitting over on the couch. But uh, <laughs> Rebecca and a friend, uh, Pete, paint came us, over. Paint us a picture of your She's apartment. dressed in an orange uh, sweater. <laughs> <laughs> her luxurious hair flows down to her. But uh, so uh, Pete came over. He did Hydra's on one of our on one of our uh, casts there. For, uh, yes, he was the one so who defended Hydra's. He came over with his wife. Uh, his wife and Rebecca were talking to us, making, you know, poking fun at Pete and I talking about magic. I had made like a gesture about tapping my minions, and then I was throwing my hands in the air. I was like, you just tap them on your dudas. Throw my hand in the air. And uh, they were making fun of us, poking fun at me about it. So I said, you know, we started talking about magic. And they said, well, we've offered to learn a lot of times, and you guys keep refusing. And we got into a banter about it. And then I said, you know what? I have two starter decks here. Yeah. I have the two, the black and the white from M17. Okay. <clears throat> so I said, we can go right out now and play. And they took us up on it. They were like, yeah, all right, let's do it. So I was sort of taken aback. Um, but we went out there. We You're played. like, all my fantasies have come to reality. Everything <laughs> is a diamond cutter. So uh, <laughs> we went out there. I gave Rebecca the white deck. I gave Pete's wife the black deck. And we showed them three games of Magic. And now they're hooked. Could they? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I, think, I think Pete's wife liked it more than Rebecca did. And they were fine with it. But... Uh, the thing about it 
is that those are the you have to intro them. I feel into. I don't think that there's an intro to Magic. Well, it's a problem. There's no of more casual sixty card, and you can't learn Commander. No, Commander the is the most complicated format, and when yes. you get into it, you basically just have to play games and understand that you won't understand half the cards being played, and you'll totally screw up. For like but for like twenty need, games. Yeah, but you learn from every time someone's like, "Why did you do that?" And you're like, "Cause I don't know anything." <laughs> yeah. And then eventually you learn and you figure it out. But the problem with Commander is the card pool is huge. Standard would probably be the best place to learn. Standard be the best place it has to the learn. Smallest card pool. But I also feel that you don't get a lot. Of, depending on what's in the rotation, you might not get any more out of Standard than you do by playing those starter decks. Like, if there's a lot of yeah. interaction in Standard. Yes. Then you might, but if it's just like a... If it's like just on math, 70% yeah, of all decks. Yeah, like if it's literally watching <laughs> like 30 cards being banned out of every, you know, like <laughs> like you're not going to get anything out of it. And plus bans confuse new players. Like if a card's banned, why is that banned? Yeah. What did it do? Well, look, it confuses EDH <laughs> players because you could go online and people are like, how come Braids is banned? And <laughs> you're like, Christ. do you... No, uh, oh, the uh, prime time is all the time. Oh, Sylvan, Sylvan Primordial. Sylvan Primordial. It's like, why is that banned? It's like, do you even understand the... F like, sometimes it's a... Prophet of Crufix is a really good card. Why yeah. am I not allowed to play that? <laughs> That's because someone played that. <laughs> Every card we just listed was played by the same guy. <laughs> I don't want to dox him. There was there was a game, there was a tournament. We are all staying there. We'd be like, why does he have a Prophet of Crufix out? Like, what? No, and no one in the game no knew one in the it was game banned. No one in the game knew it was banned. And we were like, well, we... Do we intervene in this game? We just like let it ride. I think once they destroyed it, we were like, we pointed you, you it know out. The cards but then right? in his hand, he had the Sylvan Primordial. Yeah. And then he tried to play in the same tournament. He tried to play uh, Primetime, and the guy across from him was like, "That is a banned card. What are you doing?" <laughs> and he's like, "But it's so good." And it's like, "Yeah, that's what do you mean?" Yeah. Like, but people don't understand like what combos led them to be banned. Yeah. Um, because usually there's some other card that because it exists. It got banned. Uh, but people don't understand that. But uh, So you'd say Pioneer is the cheapest? If I had to tell, like, if I had to say to Rebecca, you know, get you're going to get it. into Magic. Yeah. You know, no choice. It would probably be Pioneer for both, uh, like, replayability and and price. Yeah. I always think that standards artificially in price because the new cards have a high demand because they're new to standard. And I don't, but the other thing is, I don't know standard because it cycles too much, and yeah. I only play Eternal. So, I don't know. Maybe Standard's a good time to get in now. I Maybe it's not because Omnath dominated. Well, I sure. don't know. Like, I think it's weird, because I think EDH can be the cheapest format, but can also be the most expensive format. I think it gravitates depending towards on your meta. the third most expensive format. Like, I yeah. don't... I, I honestly think that Vintage... You, know, I mean, you can't deny that... No, yeah. Know, vintage is the most expensive sure, format. Sure, but I that's think, also but. hardly a format. Yeah, it's barely... Because it's just we can rip people them. who bought the cards or 30 years ago, 25 yeah, years ago. A bunch of people trying to live out their dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They're like, I'm not good at but sports, but look, man, when, I got some Black Lotus. When, <laughs> when, when there's a format with only one banned card that isn't anti-conspiracy like or manual card. dexterity <laughs> yeah. or Shasarazad, like, it, it's a weird format. Yeah. <laughs> but 
Legacy, I feel, is way too expensive for something to get into. And also, I think yeah. the the interactions in Legacy would be beyond me at times. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know, like I play it, and I'm still like, planning, I don't understand half this and stuff. And you play Mono Red simply because you don't have to think about it. Like, Yeah, I can try to beat them before we get into yeah. weird interactions that and I that's don't it. understand. Like, I wouldn't know. It's the same reason that I felt out of place whenever I looked CDH decks. I wouldn't know when and what to counter. Yes. Because there's like a well, formula, right? We've like talked many you know, times about how to counter in EDH. Yeah. Because people don't know when. But e- I know when in EDH. But legacy is harder because you need to figure out what, what piece, piece is going breaks to, up the combo. Yeah, and what thing that if you stop buys you time or which thing are they just putting out to yeah. tease you. And the same the with next CEDH, thing is the game winner. CEDH, you have these built deck lists and yeah. you have to it's almost like chess where it's a solved deck. Yeah. You know what's in Thrasios and Timna. 95%. Yeah, and that's always the part that I don't like. I like the cre- the EDH is like the only format, some standard fringe, um, uh, that you can just be like, I like these cards. I'm going to build this yeah. deck. The fact that the fact that other formats have decks called rogue decks is what bothers me the most compared to EDH. Yes, is the fact that there's no such thing as a rogue. And deck. like I play a legacy deck, and all but like, like there's like four cards that like. You know, you're sort of adjust to the meta, but otherwise, it's, it's I play deck. a fairly standard deck. Yeah, I just like. Do Sophie. you run Underworld Breach? No, that doesn't see play in your legacy. Uh, that's a good thought. I never thought of that one. Maybe, maybe that would be good for Burn. I've never considered this. Um, I you're play. You're welcome. <laughs> I play Sulfuric Vortex. <laughs> nice. Because nice. if I fail uh, and it becomes a grind, it, it gets me through least. the grind. Yeah. And a lot of people yeah. in the local meta like a slower grind, so it really helps. But and then my like sideboard is like wonky compared to other sideboards. But because it's tailored to the meta. Like I feel but like I feel like when you build a deck, you build a sixty card off you net deck it, and then you build a sideboard of your that own. You decide it is good. Yeah, for the meta. And that's where your creativity is. And yeah. I don't see. And that's the thing for me is like CDH <laughs> is a solved format. Yeah. You know where you know it in the sense that like. I know if what you have on board is going to win or not. Yes. Generally speaking, you know, and it's you, an imperfect game because I don't know what's in your hand. Right. But what's uh, re- represented on your board? Like if you're playing Najila and, and you, know you all have your win cons. Yeah. If you have like Druid's repository out, I know that you're about to go infinite. Yeah. And you're about to kill me. Not to say I don't even think it's played anymore, but like you know, back in the day. But um, so and if you have Kess. And you pitch that demonic consultation. Sure. I know I have to counter it twice. Like, <laughs> yeah. there, yeah. it's a solved format, quote yeah. unquote. Uh, whereas EDH, like we were actually Pete and I were talking with Rebecca and his wife about it, about your deck specifically, where we said, you know, he runs card. I don't know what the fuck's happening in his <laughs> Don Juo deck. To this day, I've played it twenty times. I don't know what he's about to play in that deck. Like, who knows? <laughs> yeah, because I play weird cards that. Because yeah. I like weird cards. Yeah. And like I built Cherix the giant crab. It's like. Sure. How's that win? Well, I yeah. pump them a billion times. And you drop that wins. one that said blue creatures are unblockable. It's a six and drop I, two two. And I didn't know what to do <laughs> because I've never seen this yeah. card before. So it's like <laughs> Commander EDH, casual EDH gives you that sort of like I would of course much prefer to have everyone play casual EDH. Yeah. I I would you know in all we honesty play competitive casual is I think how we, we play, describe it. We are competitive. We're competitive within a casual shell. We're not playing battle cruiser. We're not letting you just build a board state and no. you build a board state and see what happens. No. I'm taking yours out if we, I can uh, we just had uh we were just playing like two days ago, yesterday. And there was yesterday. a point where I swung at you 
with um, I had Kiki Jiki and like a, yeah. a Minotaur, and uh, the the conquering Minotaur, and yeah. I had a bunch of stuff, and then I swung at you Manticore. because I thought your morph was a Willbender and you were lying to me, <laughs> and you swung. And you reveal the chroma, <laughs> and I realized you were going to kill my manticore. So I attempted to copy it to steal your guy. <laughs> and then uh, and then someone blew up Kiki Jiki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I blew up their thing. No, they blew up the manticore in response to your trigger. No, they blew up. Yeah, they killed yeah, the manticore. Yeah. And you had just... the conquering manticore. You tried to steal it, but you only retain control of it. If it's on the board or something, yeah, like everything so. blew up and we all got revenge and we we just like stripped each other's boards just at instant speed because we were so mad at each other. Yeah, and and that's the thing is like no <laughs> one sees like who plays a chroma. It does red a chroma. See playing anything? Yeah, it was. No. No. It sees playing commander with people. Like yeah, it's but not on any list. We're we're always throwing fire at each other. Yeah, it's, it's what. But that's what makes our format, our, our meta more ca- uh, competitive. Yes. Is because we're constantly at each yeah. other's throats. Now, we've been playing in a newer, uh, a couple, I've been joining in in a couple. Watch what you say, because I'm pretty sure they listen. That's fine. <laughs> it's a different meta. It's a different form. And me and you had a very, we went down there and played, and I'll yeah. say, we had a very difficult time adapting to that meta. I was choosing, I had a panharmonicon, and it would be like Meteor Golem, and I'd fail to blow something up yeah it was i don't know if it was meteor golem if people say it's not a may it was something that it was a may and i chose to blow up one thing yeah because i was i would blow up three things and there would be no repercussions there was there was that was the thing (laughs) is like they played just a different meta yeah and so you have to now that you you know you've you've drawn in different circles you have to adapt to the different meta yeah i realized we came hard so what we then adapted is we came hard at each other yes (laughs) yeah and because it it was and that's it and i kind of feel like you know, you hear that term on 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 uh, Reddit, like pub stompers, yeah. where you show up to a table of I casuals. I want to do that. Well, yeah, and that's the same. So me and you went hard. I ended up losing that end of the argument. Yeah. <laughs> your your deck went a bit harder at me, and uh, and it was fine. But you do, and I think that that's sort of like a choice you have to make. Yeah, I right? unfortunately sat down and played my Dong Zhao deck is basically just removal dot deck. Yeah, like it's just it's, it's ETB removal. It's red removal, but yeah, all it is is creatures that ETB and remove stuff. And I realized it was an inappropriate deck to play, but I couldn't yep. do anything because I was in the middle of playing. It. But and that's not to say their decks were bad. Like that that no, guy no, had some. Just, they came hard at us, but yeah. they had no responses. But when I have like thirty removal spells in my yeah. deck, and I and have they like twenty seven five. Yeah. So uh, it was a it slightly swayed things. You have to make that decision, and that's the cool thing about EDH is that your deck is big and varied enough. If it's not, you know, following the lists, yeah, to to do that. So when we played, we said, "Well, we're just going to focus on each other, and we'll use other things against that side when we needed to." Yeah, just to keep it fair. <laughs> yeah, because you don't want to hate someone out of a game inadvertently. No, I'll hate you out of a game if you're doing bullshit things. Yeah. Like if that like we played in one tournament downtown, one guy took five straight turns, didn't win the game. I straight hated that dude right out. Like he was yeah, yeah, done. Yeah. You know, I took everything away from him. <laughs> I was like, that was the one I think we've talked about that we played once, and a, a, a kid, like a, like a twelve year old, yeah, came to our local tournament. And he was playing uh, Mizzet. Yeah. And one game he took five turns or something like yeah. that, and he didn't win. And we're like, so, oh my god! But the next game it was like. Look, I know he's a kid, but and he's like, "Why is everyone attacking me?" It's like, "Cause you take forever." Yeah, and we want we're on a time limit. <laughs> yes, <laughs> these are forty five. But even apart from that, like you have to win. Time and limits, can't win and that's my big dirtling. problem with Omnath. But time limits aside, uh, if you're just gonna dirtle, yeah, 
I, I have an issue with waiting for 15, 20 minutes if you're not going to win. Yes. And Omnath, unfortunately, has turned into the commander that says, yes, we've 12-minute turn, uh, take four damage, sorry new, I took so long, pass. It's the like, new Omnath what the fuck? Like, is, needs a win con. It's because they spend so much effort, and here we are off track again. They spend so much effort hitting those three land drops. Hitting the three land drops. So their yeah. whole deck is geared towards hitting... Three every turn, which is you a whopping four damage. It does puts you four. On a ten turn clock. Yeah, if I don't have life gain, <laughs> every deck I have. Here's a here's a news flash. Every deck I have has life gain in yeah. it. Yeah, I'm a big proponent of life gain. I uh, don't think I do, but you. I don't think you I don't play any. a lot of life gain. See, I like accidentally get like it on Vito, my commander. Atraxa, no. Ulamog even has life gain in it. Uh, what is an Ulamog? I have some artifacts that hit you with oh, life okay. gain. Um, I run it in everything. I run no. incidental life gain in everything. I tend to, uh, I tend to just fly by the seat of my pants and just watch my life total go you're, down. You're and I'd be like, "Oops." You're a pretty big fan, but you also have like 17 red decks, so who knows? Yeah, in various states. <laughs> um, all right, I think we should wrap it up by complaining about two cards here. Yes. So, are we going to complain about them? Yeah, we'll complain about them. Uh, well, one of them. Look, we'll just get to it. Uh, which one do you want to talk about? The Let's creature talk about, or the Let's artifact? talk about the creature first. Sure. Opposition agent? We don't normally talk about the new sets till we'll they're probably dropped. talk about the next one next episode, but, the whole thing. Uh, we'll talk about the cool one, though. I feel the decks that we're building, we should talk about the next time. Sure. Yes. Yeah, for sure. I started looking at it. Okay, I'm remind a me. pretty huge fan of that. <laughs> but uh, So Evan and I, on the car ride home yesterday, he gave me a lift home from our magic. We came up with one of the new generals, and we just started snowballing <laughs> and it continued to the point where we're both building multiple decks for this one general anyway yeah. uh i guarantee someone out there will guess what the hell we're talking about yeah, based yeah. on who we are but <laughs> <laughs> what is the only one we'd be excited about <laughs> both of us so um <laughs> opposition agent which is the the anti mono black let's read it off here yeah so it's a three two for three which is already good uh yeah. flash great in Super black good. Uh, human rogue, rogue's got a lot of love in the last few sets. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I, I posted this. So uh, apologies for pirates losing our showdown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because they might have won. This after is actually Legend. also the kind of card that could push rogues in wherever their argument is into like a winning bracket. Like this yeah, is yeah, a mind-boggling. I don't, I don't know where they are in our brackets, but they're probably in the wrong one now. Yeah. So the card give them a boost too. So you control your opponents. While they are searching their libraries. Yes. I the first line. did not understand <laughs> most of this card. No. Because it's not worded well. We had a big chat because this is... Magic has kind of taken a backseat on trying to word things by spending as little as possible wording. Because they're <laughs> so trying like, to do more complicated effects. Yes. And they're bumping up against their own rules. And they have to they be really should specific. have put this next part in brackets. Probably. This should have been the explanation to what they were talking about. Yes. So fair. while an opponent is searching their library, they exile each card they find. So that was our yes. big problem is that we thought that you thought they exiled every card. I thought every find card. is every card they look at. Yes. And I got really confused on what this was because when I flip over my deck, I find the bottom card. So but that's not what they mean. <laughs> you may play those cards for as long as they remain exiled, and you may spend mana as though it were mana of any color to cast them. Yeah. So what it is is you control when they tutor, and you pick a card, and when you pick a card for them, <clears throat> it stays exiled, See, Trader's Grass style. I don't know if you picked the card, though. Well, you control no because while you, an opponent is searching the library, they exile each card they find. That's what's confusing. But you control them, so you yeah. tell them what to find. I guess that's I man, think is how it works. It's such a badly worded card. It's awful. 
regardless of how it's worded, though, this card is trouble. I was talking about this, that I wonder if Legacy will have to ban it. I don't know how uh, abusive it will be. But it stops fetch lands, which I don't think is a... Okay, everyone online thought that there was the end of Magic because you... How dare you stop my fetch? But you know what? You don't need fetch lands. We keep talking about this. Uh, Brian, how many fetch lands do you own? Uh, Terramorphic Expanse and Evolving Wilds. Those are the ones I own, too. Uh, uh, I also, Myriad Landscape. Myriad Landscape's good. I and, like that one. Uh, the four and a green, the three and a green find two lands. Um, uh, Crotian Verge. I own one of those, but no, <laughs> the other one, uh, Bladed Woodlands. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's about um, it. Yeah, I don't Ghost Quarter? <laughs> Ghost Quarter of fetch lands. <laughs> I mean, if you blow up your own land, you can go I get one. So. Sure. Um, I don't play them. Uh, no. I don't. The value for me, it's money versus yeah, what yeah. it does. The two hundred bucks I put in to get all of them isn't worth what I get out of it. Yeah, and I've actually As we recommended that our decks being super expensive uh, and they don't run them. Yeah, our, a friend of uh, of the cast. I don't know if he listens or not, but he, uh, a friend of us who plays, was rebuilding an Agila deck, and he texted me about what he should add, and he said, "Look, I picked up all the fetches," and I was like, "Why? <laughs> Why?" Yeah, I was like. That is just money. Like, you shouldn't have spent that money. Yeah. You know? And there's a lot of talks of, like, uh, you know, what if they do it to a, a cultivate? Like, fine, they're a dick, but they might do it. See, I'd rather it, see it, it hit pretty for much, that. It pretty much says, uh, screw over one person's tutor, and then it's a stranglehold. Yeah, no one's going to tutor after. No one's going to tutor afterwards. There's a lot of people who are like, why isn't this a white card? So what you it's do, It's not though. a white card because you actually screw them over. Yeah. If it didn't, if it just said... Players flash players can't tutor. It'd be a white card. You scheming symmetry. Yes, and you that choose forces two us. other players, not yes. yourself. Yeah, and then you tutor what you want. Yeah. So so when you think of it that way, is you just you just completely ruin one person's tutor. But then this, I think, goes back to what you said at the start, which is if you blow up a couple co- uh, coffers, uh, you can't really get upset. If you're playing vampiric tutor. And yeah. someone steals your vampiric tutor. You can't be upset about that. What you were going for a greedy play, and all you get was hit with more greed. Yeah. Like, what's your complaint? The only <laughs> time I would be like, like I feel that there'd be consensus. You're a piece of shit. Move is if the guy was behind and like far seeked. Yeah, yeah. That's like, what I said. Like, if someone's playing, uh, like happened in a game we had. Uh, if someone's playing <laughs> five colors at a casual table, not in a tournament, and is cultivating for their missing colors, and you're like, you know what? What we had in ours was someone countered it. <laughs> someone did counter it. Uh, <laughs> if you're like, I want those lands, you'd be like, what is wrong with yeah. you? <laughs> and that's the thing is it's like it's – if it's – and now, if they're at equal or ahead, I'm sure, all for this. Ahead. If someone's Sky Shroud claims and you say, no, 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 that's my Sky Shroud claim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd like those forests. But uh, can you, Is it play or cast? Play. Okay, so you can't get the lands. Yeah, you can. And yeah. the other thing about it is that – the cool thing about this card is that when an opponent is searching the library, they exile each card they find, which means that for things like Vampire Tutor, it doesn't go on top of the deck. You can just play it at that point. Yeah, yeah. So it skips that sort of middleman. If someone's yeah. like, Worldly Tutor, put this creature on top of my deck, I'll have your creator hoof. So I think it's perfectly fine because I don't think tutors are fundamental <laughs> to EDH. CDH... I think that's a different story. It might cause more problems because tutoring is fundamental to CDA. But I also and that's think where that I worry about some of the decks like fetching is fundamental to like modern and legacy, and that might cause some problems. See, and I think that the other side of this too is like I I don't think these well these aren't going to be legal in those formats. It is in legacy. It will yes, be in legacy modern. and vintage, but it will not be legal in modern or no. or pioneer. But the thing about this is that like I I again I don't know a lot about. Uh, CDH for how many tutors they actually run. 
I assume because Tudor's limit. Uh, but like Thrasios and Timna, consistent. True. Does it run a lot? Maybe it does. Three? Maybe. I don't know. But a lot of people freaked out. I think it's a perfectly fair card. I think it's worded terribly, and it's it's overly it's a wretched worded card. It's it's it's, it's the worst worded card they've printed I think in quite a while. I think it's a pretty good card. Um, I think it's funny. Now our our friend of the cast, a guy who's been on, uh, you know, Greg. He yeah. said that it it's probably the most powerful card since Underworld Breach. Yeah, we should probably right. bring him. Actually, I think the next time we do it, we'll we'll ask him about it to explain it because yeah, he has maybe he we, plays. CDH. Maybe we'll see if he can come on to talk about Commander Legends. With yeah, us. because I think that would be a good a good chat. But yeah. uh, so yeah, so that's that. Um, uh, the other I, one to talk one. about is uh, Commander Lotus or <laughs> Jewel Lotus. Lotus. Uh, I had literally posted on Twitter like, "Hey, this Commander set's really good. I'm so glad." They went with like fun as a theme instead of power, like they've been doing. And then they uh, immediately so, like, dropped. Kudos to the designer for not designing like M20. Yeah. Um, which like Maldrotha and all this. No, yes. that was Dominara. That was Dominara. Uh, but that like that span with Golos, like awful. Yeah, that whole. Uh, Modern Horizons, like just, yeah. ugh, just utter power. Um, this one was fun because there's a goblin that literally throws rocks at people. <sighs> I'm so excited so, for that so goblin. Such like, a good idea. I am going to uh, rock And that. then like an hour later, I went on Twitter, and it was like 10 seconds after <laughs> uh, Commander, uh, the, so the Lotus got spoiled, and I went, oh, for frig's sake. Like, you had it. I was doing so well. I was going to be like, magic's the best. Yeah. They didn't. We've been all year fretting that this will destroy magic, and now you've put in a card that makes me worried. Um <laughs> After freaking out for about two hours about it, uh, I did realize that the card, it's CDH is going to have a problem dealing with it because they've added another fast mana. Greedy people, I was happy to see the price is $150 US. Yeah. Nope. Because that'll stop most people from getting the card. Um, it makes super greedy decks even worse. Yes. But it makes most casual like let's have some fun decks it's not really necessary and it's not worth buying it for the price it is a friend of mine texted me about it and uh we were chatting he's more competitive than i am about it and he said you know what do you think about it i said you know it's fine i personally i'll say this i ordered two boxes yeah uh yes because the set looks awesome the set looks amazing (laughs) so so far like not without going into too many spoilers like i said we'll see if we can get greg on but like the set looks amazing like i am stoked for the set like yeah I haven't been stoked for a set like this since probably Time Spiral. Like it's been, <laughs> it's been years. Not since we started this podcast. No, dear. God. I still remember that I was like, eh, on Throne of Eldraine. Yeah, yeah, you were. And then I think I slept through Theros. <laughs> like I think I bought four <laughs> cards for it's, it. it. So uh, <laughs> it's been it's been so long since I felt this sort of like giddiness about getting new yeah, magic yeah. cards. I think it's since like cons- Battle Bond. I think is what I said. Conspiracy was probably conspiracy the last time been, I felt this good about cracking Because conspiracy helps me get back into magic. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it had just come out, and then Commander 2016 just came out. Yeah, and that's what got yep. me in because it's like, oh, draft. This will be super fun because I'm more casual. Um, and then like Battle Bond was super awesome. You know when I felt so like I think this Battle last, Bond was the last time I was excited. I felt like this last when I built that undeck for the untournament that we did. <laughs> right, like, yeah, like yeah, when yeah. you're just happy. Okay, about, you're right. I was super excited for Unstable. Yeah, like drafting that was amazing. Yeah, it, it, when we <laughs> built the, the for the for the block constructed and the guy let us play on, uh, Ju- I've never been happier. Yeah, like, Julian Jumblemorph was hilarious. I attacked someone with my library. <laughs> That's true. They Anime took eighty-one. Library. They yeah. took eighty-one damage from my library. So it, it's 
it put me in that vein where I said, like, there's so many cards in here that are so fun, and they've created fun cards. Yeah. And then, like you said, they just dropped this straight fire. Yeah, yeah. And at the moment, first looking, this bullshit card. Yeah. And our group, I will say, we have a chat group uh, on on Facebook Messenger, and it was... Shout out to Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Zuck, (laughs) got it, bud. Uh, It was... It was intense between two of the people there. Like yeah, they got yeah. into it about which one opposition agent or jeweled lotus. And I feel opposition agent is a worse card to see hit the field. So Lotus looked worse. Yeah. But after turn four or five Yeah, so this is what I kinda discovered is Lotus is super good in your opening hand. But like if you've ever gotten to like a nine turn game and you draw a soul ring and you're like, Wow, pff, yeah. <laughs> a little late. This card's going to be like yeah. that. And there's a lot of people who are like, oh, but if you get it later, it'll help you recast your commander. It's like, yeah, but it's a dead drop. Like, Nin- how many times time- do you want to draw a card and go, this doesn't do anything for me right yeah. now? 90% of the time, <laughs> your general isn't a static effect. Like, in my decks, for example, uh, Vito, you know, Emery, maybe it would be helpful. Emery's going to be straight fire. I'll, I'll admit, Emery's, Emery's going to be straight a fire. fire deck. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, not mine, but most sure, every decks sure. are fire. Uh, but like even things like I played it in Legacy. It's a good card. Like if you drop Urza, and well, then you like, drop this, it's great. It's one mana though. If Urza doesn't die, yeah, this card is just a Mox Amber, yeah, which is fine, which is great. Yeah. But if I top deck that on turn fifteen when I'm trying to win, utterly, useless. that's just I also, garbage. I want to point out that there are a lot of people who are like, "Well, it's like Dark Ritual. It is nothing like Dark Ritual. Dark Ritual nets you two mana. Dark Ritual's fire. This one nets you four technically in every because you didn't spend yeah. your land. So Dark Ritual makes three, but you tap your land, so you get you get three mana. I would take but, the Red Ritual, but this over one. This. You can now play four drops on turn one. That is not what Dark Ritual does. It makes a three drop. Yes. Uh, so it also makes your mana only one color, whereas this can allow you to do two colors yeah. because you can play a land. It is way better. No one should make that comparison. <laughs> it, see, but I argue that it's not way better. It's well, it's better. It's not versatile. That's but what kills Dark this card. Ritual is a legit game winner. This will never win you a game. I will guarantee you. Well, you'll never play this card and then win the game because you played it. Call back to what I said. The answer is play removal. Of course. If you there's if you terminate on turn two, the Urza they they got out turn one. Yeah. yeah. Then they're suddenly playing like what a six drop. Six like drop, they yeah. don't have the mana for that. And it's gone. So <laughs> the thing the thing about this just is just kill it. Everyone knows the best general for this is Grand Arbiter. Yes. If you drop an island in this and you play Grand Arbiter on sure, turn but one. Again, like you're a monster for playing Grand Arbiter already, so you should probably. You're also more that. of a monster that you have Grand Arbiter on turn one, yeah. which means that Path of Exile is turn two or greater. Like it's yeah, yeah. so bad. Um, but I, I joke you're done that, after that. Though. I joke that people in response should play Lightning Bolt. You're, because you'll yeah. you'll kill like seventy percent of generals. Yep. Turn after they do this, with but Lightning Bolt. Lightning Bolt has its day in the in the sun, but. The thing is, you're done after that. So unless your general will win you the game in the next two or three turns before you can expect removal or a board wipe, because by turn four you're expecting a wrath if you have your general out already. Especially if someone's annoying you. Because the thing about this is uh, a soul ring's better because a soul ring consistently gets you two mana. Yeah. When you've burned this card to get your commander out and someone blows up your commander, you're set way back. (laughs) You're already back two, which is more than you should be. Yeah. 
So and you've already drawn threat. Yeah. So it's super good if you get it out by like turn two. And that's after a- that. I actually think it's a terrible card to draw. I think it just it's just a dead card most of the time. And people are like, oh, Maldrotha can get it back. It's like, if Maldrotha needs three bloody mana to cast, to cast Maldrotha, itself again, like something's gone horribly if wrong. If that's your only artifact to target, <laughs> then fine. Sure, but you can get lands back from your graveyard. You, so Maldrotha so, is one of every permanent. So yeah, but you she sh- gets a land and that. Sure, but you should not be land screwed. Yeah. Like, no, no. Oh, I see. What you're like, saying. if you're like, but, oh, I wish I could recast Maldrotha. I've had it out. And but now I don't is, have the mana. Like, come on. <laughs> because it's only for your commander. Again, yeah. this is a CDH push. Like, definitely. This is a hard seat. C- like, if I pull one, CDH. I told, like I said to my buddy, we were texting each other. He's like, "Well, I'm going to go after three or four. I was like, "Well, if I pull one, I bought two boxes. If I pull one, I'm going to put it in the deck sure. until the price goes up, and then I'm going to trade it <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. to a CDH player. Yeah, yeah. For fire yeah. for my decks, like I did with the duels, where it's like. These duels aren't helping me really. Like, no, that's so I'm what gonna you're, get. It fired. was nice the price were going up, but yeah. like, wouldn't four hundred dollars of playable cards be yeah, better like, than one card? This is at one forty right now on on TCG or Card Kingdom. I think it was Card Kingdom was one. And it's like, yeah, yeah, when the guy posted it to us, one forty. So if it stays at one forty for the first week, and I pull one, yeah, you better believe I'm gonna get rid of it like yeah, yeah. immediately, <laughs> like Pays snap for gone. the whole box of commander. Yeah. I got my whole box for free. <laughs> yeah. um, that was 140 American, which is our whole deck. Yeah. Our um, whole box. So so I think it'll be fine. Uh, so I look through and I have, though I'm in a flux of, because Commander Legends coming out and what decks stay together and stuff. Uh, out of, let's say, eight decks that I can currently think of, yeah. one of mine would be better with it. And it's my Eryxmethist deck, and I already don't play it a lot because it should only be played in hard tournaments. So because it's the one that I could have priced out. It has Force of Will and stuff. It's already my feel bad too strong deck. At times, it can completely fizzle, which is the only thing that keeps it together. Is sometimes all I do is I can make twelve mana, but yeah. I haven't drawn any way to draw cards, so I don't have anything to do with it. So it would be good because I get Eryxmethist out turn one. You could. And, and that's the thing. And it's two land mana, and then I'm flying. You're really so for him, <laughs> that's an amazing play. Yeah. But so for me, the decks that I have that would consider running it, yeah. if it was a ten dollar card, I'd yeah. put it in four of my decks. Okay. Right? Which are Emery. Because yep. I mean, it's sure. going in Emery anyway. If I yeah, pull yeah. one, it goes in Emery. That's yep. just value. She gets it back every time. Yep. And then recast herself. Because she'll die. Yep. She's one two. She blocks. Uh, Vito, turn one Vito is pretty good. Sure, yeah. Uh, Elish Norn, just to get to seven. Three mana is pretty good for Elish Norn. Like if I draw that on turn four, I'm still happy. Yeah. Um. Well, it, like it's good for giant commanders. Yes, but giant commanders but don't see play. So uh, this might help people think they maybe, can do it better, yes, but you can't. But one of the ninety nine isn't anything. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Especially in like a mono deck, which is yeah. most of these giant commanders. And then the uh, and then the other one, if it was a ten dollar card, I'd run it in Layla because it's an artifact. Yeah, comes in and creates a fairy. Yeah, it's a hundred and something dollars right now, so it gets run in Emery if I pull one. Yeah, and it gets run in nothing if I pull none of them. <laughs> yeah, because there's no way I'm paying for it. But like anything over two colors, it's not worth playing. No, God, no. because you turn two minimum. If you're if you you're a three color two. general, it's turn two. If you're, but if I don't it's think that's like, worth the risk. If it's and again, 
I if I pulled two, it'd be Emery and Alela because I feel Alela you get value out of any artifact you play. Yeah. But I wouldn't buy it for her. No. Because it's not value. But I was thinking like I made like King Ghidorah. But no. like imagine hitting that off of your off of what it would you, be the worst like, hit. Like, it's like well you don't run that, Soul that Ring, which blew my mind <laughs> when you said that. I told you I've I have two decks that don't run Soul the Ring. Two, so my lands deck doesn't because there's fifty lands and my commander doesn't have colorless. So I just don't bother. I the only mana rock in the deck is a chromatic lantern because it helps fix That's my lands. That's the land. only mana rock in it, your deck? It has fifty lands. It has like twelve land tutors. Like it doesn't need, it doesn't need them. That was my uh, um, drink being cracked. So it doesn't have a soul ring, and Gadir can't because it's a polymorph, and I just did not want to polymorph into a soul ring. Like yeah, no, God awful. Yeah. That'd be uh, rough. But they're like they're fringe. I get that they're fringe. But it would be worse to polymorph into a jewel dame, a jeweled lotus. Up. It would be way worse because like, the creator's already out. That'd be <laughs> now actually the worst card. Just absolutely nothing. Yeah. Yeah. And someone's just going to blow it up just to be annoying. I, I mean, again, the the value of CDH, it's there. It will stay yeah. high because of that. Because yeah. this is legitimately like Najila's wet dream oh, is yeah. a no lander. Like that you can play her no land. Yeah. You know? Uh, well, probably not, actually. You can't do that because then she can never activate. I but, like that it doesn't work for colorless commanders. True. Because you. It. Does I'm not. waiting for the person who attempts it, mm -hmm. and then you have to explain that colorless is not a color. <laughs> Can't pick it. Sorry, buddy. Because uh, you'll be like, Ulamog's 10. This is so good. It'll help me get Ulamog out. Treacherously bad. No. <laughs> I run an Ulamog deck. There was never a thought of putting it in Ulamog. Uh, if you put it in an Emrakul and you sack it, it does reduce the cost of Emrakul by one. True. Because so you have you, an artifact in your graveyard. <laughs> so you could, I don't know if it would replace the artifact that Greg told us about. To Emrakul turn one, yeah, but it doesn't actually help Emrakul turn out unless it's the no. artifact. There was what was the it one? It was Lotus Petal, is what he yeah, used, which adds the mana. I believe someone online was like, "You can do this turn one." I can't remember what the commander was. Um, it was absolutely disgusting, and I wasn't it the one that Greg posted with the. No, we'll talk about that one in a second. Um, there was some other one that I forget, some yeah. insanely strong one, and all I think was like, "Well, you can already turn one Emrakul. Just like the, the odds of getting this God <laughs> Hand yeah, yeah. are basically and zero. That's the thing. So it's 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 ridiculous because you needed five of seven cards. Yeah, right in your opening hand. But yeah. so the, the the one that uh, Greg showed us was the the new the new pirate the, the guy. new pirate giant. giant. If you sack him to. Uh, you need to get out a Frexian altar. No, I think you need yeah. Ashnod's altar. No, it was a Frexian altar because I think was you it color. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, if you can sack enough things, you can make him cost one, and then you can sack him infinitely to the um, the new red partner because it comes in with a number of counters equal yeah. to just the number of uh, times you've Jaya. Yeah, yeah, no, number of times of or Jessica, 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 Jessica. Yeah. Uh, Phage, uh, which I learned that in the lore. Yeah, uh, so she's yeah, so that's um, the. Uh, she comes in equal to the number of times you cast your commander, and you can turn one, just do like a million damage to everyone. Again, the odds of you doing it are about zero. The, oh my god! The, I can't stop even, reading. Whatever. I can't even look at what's being posted. Oh, anyway, yeah. So you do it at nine thousand, and then you just kill everyone. But yeah. uh, but yeah, the 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 lotus, it's fine. I is it? Am yeah, I going to reach I, out I for it? I thought it was bad, but then I realized that it's going to go the way of mana crypt. And Mana Vault. No one really plays in our meta because we tell them they're all tryhards and we hate and them also, out of games. And also, there's never uh, been a point where I felt like... It'll make Urza better, but Urza's already stupid. Apart from Karn, <laughs> our friend's Karn deck. 
There's never been a point where I felt someone dropping like a Grim Monolith or a Mana Vault or a Mana Crypt got so far ahead that I was I lost. Yeah, yeah I think it's an important thing to know that like we talk about this, but we play against these cards. We yeah. we play against yeah. Guy's Cradle. They're they're all in our Oh meta. my god. Like there's like three guys cradles in our mana. <laughs> if we play against Tabernacle, thanks, Greg. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> like we play against some degenerate stuff. Maybe that's why we play more removal. <laughs> yeah, like and that's the thing, is it's like because if we're you're, up against this stuff. If your meta doesn't have it, and that's the weird place our meta's in, I find. Yeah. Is it's like uh it's like at that point where you're you're we don't play C D H but we play against some hard fucking cards to deal with. Yeah. And and so you run the removal. Yeah. But the the whole point of this like lotus and the free code is like if you're a CDH player worry about it if you're not yeah just tell your friends to stop being tryhards and grand arbiter is about the worst you can expect sure and again you don't have to sit at the table with them you never do uh, Marlene is it gonna go is it the the black tutor one with opposition agent oh yeah, no, Marilyn Marilyn, Marilyn. Uh, uh, is it gonna go the way of Teferi knowledge pool where it'll just be frowned upon, or will it go the way of Leovold? So a straight lock that needs to be I banned. I don't want to be an asshole, but I, 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 I will don't. bring up the fact that I bought a few cards. <laughs> I so. know, I know. You're looking at trying this. <sighs> I'm waiting for you to so. do it like once, and then be like, maybe I. Should. I'll let it out of the bag. What I did was I bought a Sense Triplets. Yeah, and which is a, already a bad. A card. Marilyn. Yeah, and I'm gonna get an opposition agent. Yeah, and what I'm gonna do is just flip them all. Control your hand. Heads. And control your deck. Yeah, yeah, and then we'll just leave. And then you just stop playing at my house. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's my play. <laughs> but it's a uh, good way to get rid of people you don't like. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll be like, I don't want to play with you. And you're like, I'm glad you got the message. Clean, sweet meta. <laughs> Bring it back in. We'll do it all. Um, okay, last thing. Uh, what commander are we most excited for? Do we want to say it? We should. It's, it's the Kobold. It's the Kobold. It's the Kobold. We're I, pretty stoked I for the Kobold. I texted you and was like, I've so wanted this card. <laughs> and then as I've thought about it, my complaint has been, I actually think it's one of the strongest it's commanders amazing. in the set. Um, and so my worry about building it is that it's too good and I don't want to build it anymore. Are we actually going to talk about it right now? Uh, I have what, so many ideas about it. We could, we got, I mean, this is super long. So we got like five minutes. All right. My pitch yep. when we were talking yep. was uh, we discovered when talking is that uh, the kobold is red. <laughs> But you do not need to play a red deck. You don't. So you could do whatever you want with it and just have it as your commander. My current exploration, and maybe I'll talk about it in the next one, is to make a mono black deck with it because then you can play things like Lash Rife uh, and all of the like <laughs> plus one, plus one swamps and lands cards so good. onto a, a general zero, one. A zero drop that already has Trample and First Strike and Menace. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think it'll be super awesome. So that's what I'm exploring building. I do not know what the second partner is, but obviously it'll be black. <laughs> my so my explorations were with uh, doing a mono red artifact where we only ran colorless and artifacts. So essentially yep. Eldrazi. Yeah. But I realized that that's probably too slow, so I went with blue. So it's a mono blue kobold deck. Yeah. Where I just hope to draw fierce guardianship. <laughs> Turn one. So I can just drop my general and have fierce guardianship. <laughs> Online. Online. Immediately. <laughs> right out the gate. So my thought right now is Thrasios and the Kobold. Yeah. Just to be a dick. But that's what I mean by like this card might actually be the greatest commander. Yeah. Like I can run all three of them. So I can run the red copy, yeah. the green uh fog, the fog and the blue counter. Yeah. On my first turn, no matter what else I draw, <laughs> it doesn't matter I could draw zero lands, zero rocks. Yeah. 
Have those three cards online. And you'd be golden. What are you going to do? It's so good. I'm going to copy things. I'm going to counter something, <laughs> and I'm going to fog you. Like, what are you going to do? It's so good. It's uh, amazing. You're going to need to play an ancient tomb. Because oh, when well, someone yeah. blows it up, turn one, and you drop an ancient tomb, and you're like, look, I've, I'm golden for like a long time here. It's gonna I guess be. you'll have two mana the second turn, but the Ancient Tomb you will let be, you yeah. do equip the... Ancient Tomb makes it so it. people will never kill it unless they have to. Because <laughs> exactly. they know you're just going to get it back out. Like, <laughs> and when you drop like Ancient Tomb in turn five, you drop like Temple or like Soul Ring it. Like, yeah. What's the point of killing it? No. I'll just bring it back. Yeah, yeah. You know, And you know that. It's super gross. It's going to be hilarious. Yeah. So we will give you our builds. That was the general that we wanted to talk about. I think it's Rongarth, son of Rongarth, isn't it? Like it's, yeah, it's, it's like, his same name. Of, yeah, of the, I got posted our group, the legacy and I one. literally thought it was a joke. What is his name, Rongarth? Because uh, I was like, no, 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 they didn't do this. And then I was like, I don't know, it's a real card. I I thought for like 10 minutes it was a fake card. Uh, um, what is his name? It's probably name? not in there. No, I'm just I'm trying to find the old one. Uh the the because he has the same name as the other general I thought no no he's son of that other general yeah but I thought he had the same name no he's like Ragareth son oh, of okay. Roga of Kirkheap is that one yeah. okay yeah but anyway um, oh he's Ro Rogra son of Roga yeah he is the first legendary creature to cost zero yeah so there he is right there and so uh, zero drop first strike move menace over trample hound of Kondo move over hope of Gearper. you're done. A new Your time is over. New player in town. There's a new guy. <laughs> He's about to rock He's it. so much better. <laughs> He's got first strike and trample already. Yeah, yeah. You don't even need to give him the equipment. So That's one of the plays I, I was reading about was that you drop, like, the Mox Amber. You drop a Plains. His partner is white. And then you just uh, you just equip the, the, the colossal hammer. colossal hammer. And then you just murder there's people. There's an instant that, uh, like, a warrior gets plus two, <laughs> plus two, and you can equip an enchantment to, or, or equipment to it. Yeah. Um, and a colossal hammer only costs one to play. Yeah. <laughs> so in turn one with those th four cards, you just go. Yeah. And actually, you don't even need the white. You, you just get, run magnetic uh, theft. Or uh, Sigarda's Aid. Yeah. And, like, a Simeon Spirit Guide. Sigarda's Aid is the play. <laughs> so, like, this guy is white. You drop the Mox Amber, you drop yeah. the white. So play him. Now yeah. you have the red. So this is who we're most excited for. Because oh, this is he's this is actually stellar. insane. You can build him like so many ways. Um, but again, I worry he'll be too good. But <laughs> we've been prattling on for a very long time. Ninety minutes. This Jeez. is what keeps happening. Is we do these like intersplice like showdowns, and then we have like a month's worth of things we want to talk about. True. And it's True. just taking forever. Yeah. Um, next week, we'll probably talk about Commander Legends. And by next week, I mean two weeks from now. Well, if we can get people together. If anyone wants to be on the cast to do... Oh, yeah, because we usually have a guest. Uh, to do the uh, the Tribal Showdown. Our next showdown, let's just open this up. I meant to do that, actually. Yeah, figure what it is. If they want to do Tribal Showdown, if you want to talk so about our Commander... Oh, oh, this you want to talk about one. Command Legends, we sometimes have a guest, too. Yeah. Our next one is Rogues versus Knights. Wow, perfect timing. This is actually a good uh, one. Knights got some love last year. <clears throat> they did, and Rogues is getting some love as we speak. So uh, I feel it's actually our next few are really good, apart from that garbage one. But uh, I like the uh, I like um, Merfolk versus Eldrazi. That's that's a pretty good one because it's a small but, amount of but, monster versus but a giant is tribe. Terrible in EDH. Is it? Well, it's a challenge Have for someone to come at on. Anyone? And Have you looked at the generals? Nobody makes them though. They don't they're make tribal. Terrifying. Maybe that's it. Kamena is terrifying. Sure. Uh, I like elementals angels. versus humans is a is a good one. 
Lots yeah, of both. Angels versus Beasts is a good one. That's a good one. Dragons versus Goblins. Ninjas uh, versus Allies is basically who's the most <laughs> annoying. Yeah. yeah. There's some really good ones. Here. Soldiers versus Dinosaurs. Like, there's some good okay. ones on this side. Did you really randomize and get I Scarecrows did. versus Birds? Yeah. That's the worst part. Is that, that was the <laughs> worst part? Is that the garbage two ended up? We'll do a vote on that one. <laughs> no. I think that would be an amazing discussion <laughs> for have someone try to explain. Oh. I feel that'll be the worst discussion. <laughs> but so good. If you want to be on, let us know. Uh, Dragons versus goblins is good because it's mono red versus mono yeah, red. Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's, it's five color versus mono red nowadays. Sure, but I mean goblins are Rakdos ish. Ish. Dragons are <laughs> other than red ish. Ish, I guess. I mean, there's only two real good dragons. Some anyway, cruel ones. we don't want to give them all away. No. But uh, but rogues versus knights. If anyone wants to defend rogues or knights, let us know. Dragons versus goblins, scarecrows versus birds, elementals versus humans, merfolk versus eldrazi, soldiers versus dinosaurs, angels versus beasts, ninjas versus allies. Yeah, basically. Let us know. They're in no particular order. They're in the order of when we find people who want to talk about them. Pretty much. If we can find two of you. So uh, next is rogues versus knights, unless we get other people interested. Who I want to do dragons versus goblins. Then go to town. Boom. But uh, let us know if you want to be on the show to defend. Let us know if you just want to be on the show. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, we have a contest online right now. There's actually yes. two sort of contests. We're going to hold on. a tournament again soon. We have a Discord tournament uh, coming up. It'll probably be mid-November. Yeah, in that range. I Probably I, next time we do a cast, we'll be like, yeah, it's tomorrow. I'm pretty so busy online. <laughs> at my work uh, because I work in veterans uh, affairs. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, what I told you like yesterday. I was like, it's going to be after Remembrance Day. Remembrance Day is your next two weeks are pretty rough. Uh, so it'll be after that. And then we also have a contest. All it takes to enter is you need to tell us your favorite episode of ours, your favorite one of us, yes. and uh, and your favorite general. We're so far tied. We are tied. <laughs> uh, and you are entered into win a box of Commander Legends. When it releases, we'll be doing it in January after Christmas because mailing shit out during Christmas. We're never going to be able to mail out a prize. You, yeah. could, you could win in December and it doesn't matter because yeah. we'll never get it to you. So we're doing the draw <laughs> on January 1st, uh, and who knows what happened. I'm exploring some options. If you're a Patreon, uh, you will also be entered in automatically. If you enter for the box, you'll be entered in for one of the Commander decks. They have two of them coming out, I believe. Yep. Uh, Simic one and uh, yeah, they haven't released anything about that. they. They showed the colors on one of the websites I was yeah. on. It was like Simic and something else. I can't remember, but okay. Um, you'll be entered in to win one of those from the Commander Legend as well automatically. So if you're a patron, be sure to make sure that you're in there. And these prizes uh, are, are just paid for by the patrons. We're just we're like we yeah, have we're money just in there, pushing so your money back uh, into. What's you. our prize for the tournament? Our prize <laughs> for the Discord tournament is a Japanese yes. Saskia deck. Commander 2016, the Walmarts in our area have had them all month, <laughs> all the different ones. Oddly enough. Uh, so we found Saskia, um, and so that's going to be our prize. We haven't quite figured out the uh, style of the tournament. Um, it's going to be on Discord. Uh, it's basically our, hey, our listeners we used to play with, uh, and then we got yeah. greedy and realized we could play with each other, so we've been neglecting We kind of neglected the Americans, uh, and I we apologize. Want, we want to, hey, we've neglected the rest of Canada, too. <laughs> true, um, true, true. Because I keep joking that it's like, oh, you're, and they're like, no, I'm in Calgary. Like, um, <laughs> we, we, I just we, assume we just that all the people play. in quarantine are in the U.S. Um, so, uh, so that's going to be the prize. Uh, if you check our Facebook, EDH yep. Wrecked, yep. Uh, or Twitter. Did um, you shoot it up on Twitter? I don't think I put it on Twitter yeah, yet, but I'll do it right, before cool. this episode yeah, drops. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. This is, this don't is worry, Evan. 
Take your time, bud. Yeah, yeah, it's not <laughs> pressing. Uh, um, you can find us on Facebook at EDHRECT. You yep. can find us on our website, EDHRECT.com, which will link you to both of our Patreon, our Twitter, our yep. Facebook. Uh, uh, I think the Podbean. Yeah, Podbean. You can find us on all the podcasting places. Even ones we don't know about. Even one <laughs> I, I looked this up the other day. I was like, I don't think we signed up for that, but all right, cool. Uh, Wherever you find us, it's fine. Um, wherever you want to listen, bro. And, uh, or gra. I don't know what yeah, the female some, version of bra is. Do but you have the gender neutral one? Gra. The? Is it? I don't know. Uh, the? I'm making it up. Yeah, right, cool. <laughs> the? We're good with that. Uh, <laughs> could be with a Z. Some of them are, are like. The? Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll be, uh, next time we talk, uh, we'll probably be talking about Commander Legends because it'll probably be just dropping. Yeah, hopefully. Um, and we'll be probably in this tournament. So look for us, join it if you want. It's just played over Discord, so all you need is a webcam. Uh, and you need to take out all the cards you can't play, like, uh, uh, Grasp, grass, bribery. Don't villainous play, wealth. Don't, don't play a Gonti deck. <laughs> yeah, uh, we actually have to go through and figure out what cards we ban. Yeah, way when back we moved back to uh, <laughs> to playing in person, we back put them in, all back like, in August. We've shoved all of our cards back in. Now that we realized that we were being douchebags about our American fans, we were like, "Well, maybe we should run another tournament." Wait, we have to cut a bunch of shit from yeah. our real decks because so, Villainous wealth is literally a wing con in my Traxa yeah. deck. So, because I hope you scoop. So expect us to accidentally play a card we can't play. I think the rules just discard it and draw, draw a new card. Or it becomes a basic land. That's the other way. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll finalize it. But anyway, uh, thanks for listening. I'm yeah. glad you stuck around to the very end of this extremely long podcast. And have a good night. <laughs> we don't have that sign off again. <laughs> what was it last time? Good night and good luck, I said. Good night and good luck. Stay classy. <laughs> yeah.